Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. Today is Tuesday, April 5th, 2022. Rejoicing in the Lord today and the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. I've got my cup of coffee, my Javalia coffee, and I hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you're listening from today. This is a podcast where we celebrate all things freedom in Christ and how that scripture says that we are already free. As believers in Jesus, we already have the freedom that Jesus provided. And now, how can this impact every area of our life? And how can we expose those lying beliefs that we have and live from this freedom that we have? Not trying to gain freedom, but to live from it. So I hope you're doing well this morning or today, wherever you're listening from. So we talked about, I've been I've been going through a book that I wrote this last year called The Love of the Father, Enjoying Jesus Every Day. And that really is available to us, right? We can enjoy this relationship with Jesus every day, this freedom that we have, but how oftentimes we, we really don't because we're still struggling maybe with an ongoing fleshly behavior or we're still uh, just, you know, thinking maybe God is disappointed in us or discouraged with us or whatever. And so we talked about last time how I wrote a chapter on uh, being accepted, the acceptance that God grants us and how, uh, you know, I talked about how we we go about this trying to trying to earn approval and acceptance from others, uh, first and foremost. And so it leads to all these lies and we become this kind of approval seeking individual where we're seeking the approval of others and and it can lead us on this uh, really, really disappointing and discouraging road because uh, we're dependent upon what others think of us, what others say about us. And so I want to talk about today, then what's the remedy for that? What's the solution of that? If 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 we've been seeking approval from other people, if we've been seeking that, how do we how do we let go of that and embrace the full unconditional acceptance and approval that we have with with God, with with Jesus, and so I think, again, I've shared a little bit. This this has played out in my own life of feeling having feelings of unworthiness from the time I was a teenager, feelings of being um, rejected, and so those feelings then turned into beliefs. So therefore, because I felt unworthy, I felt uh, unaccepted. Then I believed myself to be that, and so there may be a past event. Or events or circumstances that you would say, oh yeah, that contributed to that. So yeah, sure, there can be things that contribute to those lying beliefs. And so, uh, how can you know? You, you may be asking the question, well, how can I be accepted by God if if this situation happened, or if this person rejected me, or if this you know uh, this spouse or this child or whatever uh, you know uh, just doesn't accept me. Uh, so you're right, and so the God, God's solution to this, God's solution to this is, is His acceptance. It's the reconciliation that we have in Christ. Okay, and so, so God's solution. It's, it's really because what happens is that this can become a fear, right? A fear for us of a fear of rejection, a fear of, of you know, people not accepting us and not liking us, kind of thing. So we go on this lifelong search, if you will, this lifelong journey of trying to get that. And and we ask, have to ask the question at some point, is, is that really what God wants us to do? It's through Christ's payment on the cross, his death and resurrection, that we now find this total acceptance. And, and here's here, I want you to hear this right up front. This is total acceptance. 
This is not 99.99% acceptance. This is not half acceptance, and you're, he's just waiting for you to get the other, get your act together. This is full and complete acceptance. As I've said many, many times on this podcast, we are operating from a place of fullness and completeness in Christ. That's already available to us. Our experience and our belief about that is what can be up and down, what can be changing, our thoughts about that. It's, it's already a reality that you're completely accepted in Christ, but we don't always receive that. We're not always living from that, right? So so this, and, and I've said this before, this, this relationship that we now have with Christ, it's something so much more than a ticket to heaven someday and forgiveness of sins. While those are great things, we now have this really exciting new relationship with Christ that can be enjoyed moment by moment, day by day. And this, this reconciliation piece of it then, which is, is really powerful, uh, is, is part of that acceptance. So Colossians 1, 21 and 22, Paul talks about how we went from a relationship of being enemies of God to now being his friends. Okay, so, uh, so this is a really powerful, powerful verse. Okay, uh, so let me find it here, sorry. But Colossians 1, 21, it says, Because of your sin, you were an enemy of God, and you were hostile in mind. Your sin made you subject to God's wrath. But if you have trusted Christ, okay, you are now declared holy in His sight, without blemish and free from accusation. This is incredible news. Before Christ, uh, Scripture says that you were, you were an enemy of God because your sin separated you from God. You, you're, again, your identity was in your sin. But now, this incredible news, because now we are in Christ. We've trusted Christ for salvation. He's now declared you holy, without blemish, and free of accusation. You're, you're his, you're his much-loved son. You're not his enemy. But you're a holy and blameless friend. And so there's some powerful scriptures. It's, I said, salvation is so much more than going to heaven. And we can receive and we can believe and accept this total Acceptance, it's this life-giving friendship. You know, one of the things I think about with friends, right, it's hard because for someone to be our friend, they have to accept us, like, right, like all, all of us, like the good, the bad, the not so good, and they may not, they may not like some quirks that we have about ourselves, but they, at some point, they've got to, they've got to accept us, and, and, and if they don't, they're probably not really going to be, be our friend, or we're not going to really want to hang out with them that much, right? Well, it's the same way with enjoying God. When, when, when we know that we are fully and completely accepted in Him, and we are His friend, like the Scripture describes us as being His friend, God absolutely adores us. He's like, He's in union with us. He's in us. God's not going to want to spend time with someone that is an enemy, it's a this loving relationship now. God brings us into this friendship, and we, we've we've been made. He's made us accepted, and acceptable. This powerful scripture I want to read here in Romans five eight through eleven. I would encourage you to go go through this. But powerful words. It says, "But God showed His great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners." Since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, He will certainly save us. From God's condemnation, for since our friendship with God was restored by the death of His Son, while we were still His enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of His Son. So now we can rejoice 
in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. Again, don't move past this scripture quickly. Spend some time with that. There's some powerful things. First of all, it's talking about Christ. Christ came to die for us while we were still sinners. He didn't wait for us to get our act together. He died for us in our sin to take away our sins. And now we've been made right. The blood of Christ has made us right. It's made us friends. It's restored our relationship with Christ. We're no longer his enemies. We're now we're now friends. But then it also says we're, we're, we're going to be saved. We're not saved, actually, by the forgiveness of sins. We're saved through the life of his son. I talk about that all the time. We now have his life in us. We were still, forgiveness of sin took care of the sin issue, but it didn't take care of the spiritual death issue. But his resurrection did. That's what we're getting ready to celebrate here in a couple weeks, right? But, but we're saved through his life, through Christ's life. So then it says, now we can rejoice. Are you rejoicing today in all of this? I would encourage you to go through that scripture and, re- and ask God to reveal these truths deep into your soul because we talk about acceptance and we, we, we have these soul wounds and these, these aches in our soul because we've, we've gone through pain, we've gone through hurt, the circumstances uh, have dealt us a heavy blow and we sure don't feel accepted. And we transfer that on to God and we we think that, you know, something that we've done or something has been done to us makes us unacceptable to him. And so so um this is this scripture speaking powerfully of the friendship we have, of the of the of the acceptance. It's this unconditional acceptance. It's nothing that we we work for, that we try to earn, that we try to go after. God's not faking himself out by by the ongoing struggle with the flesh that we have, or just trying to put up with us, he's just trying to put up with us. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll accept them because I, you know, that's I'm God and I'm supposed to. No, he, it's because it's who he is. It's his character. He he took care of the sin problem. That scripture in Romans five talks about that. And we now have this new life and this relationship with him that's here and now. It's not someday in heaven. This is a reality that can be. Enjoy now, and I said this a minute ago, but in Christ, you are not 99% acceptable. It's 100%. You're off the charts. Off the charts accepted. And, and, and Christ took away that separation and brought us into this union with Christ and this union with God that we are now his friends. Uh, I want you to, I mean, think, think about this statement for a moment. You, you can never be more acceptable to God than you are right now. Now, sure, relationships in our lives uh, that can that can wane, right? Because <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking from the marriage standpoint. If you're married, uh, you may have done some things that were not not accepted by your spouse, and maybe for good reason. Maybe they were sure some some things that violated the marriage commitment, but maybe they were just you know you didn't put your dirty clothes away or something. <laughs> Right, and so all these things that we think about, right? That that those those that can come and go. And so here's here's where where we can shift our focus and our our dependency and our trust is if I have if I don't have the neediness for acceptance from other people, if that if that's going away or it's less than what it should be, then I can place and shift my total dependence and trust 
on his acceptance because as as I said, it's it's complete. You can't get any more or any less of it. And so you're not what others say or think about you. You can choose to believe this truth. And I found that the, the faster I catch up to what God says about me, uh, as he renews my mind to this truth, the more at peace, the more at rest, the more I can truly experience this freedom and acceptance. Because I'm not just accepted, I'm acceptable. And that was one of my core lying beliefs was that I was unacceptable. And, and look, let's be honest how this translates. I've talked about this. This is one of the core lies that translates with sexual sin is because how much acceptance is, is, is given through, through sexual sin. It's the lie that we're going to be accepted, but it's there. And it's a, powerful, it's a powerful deception and lie that, oh, if I go to this pornography, if I go to this, to this other person for acceptance, uh, they're going to give it to me. And it's so fleeting and it's so deceiving because we think it's gonna we think it's gonna provide. And it's a lie. And it's all a lie. And it's the power of that acceptance. Right? I mean, it's 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 something that we we have to guard our minds from because we know it's not the truth, but yet we fall for it. And I lived out of that searching for acceptance for a majority of my life. And now the freedom comes when we say God, you fully accept me. But until I truly believe that, it's not just words on a page or even reading these scriptures. It's it's the Spirit of God in me. It's all through supernatural revelation where Matt's where 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 the Holy Spirit's saying, Matt, I want to convince you, I want to make you confident of this acceptance. That you are not just accepted, but you are acceptable. That's powerful. And I, I pray that He renews your mind to that truth that you'll begin to experience this freedom that comes from living in His acceptance. Other people's acceptance is going to come and go. Even the people that, that we know the best, there's going to be times where we wish we could have had more of their acceptance, but now because we're letting go of the neediness to put all our eggs in that basket, we can, we can trust that Christ has provided at the deepest level that need for acceptance. And it, and it allows us to love other people, actually, in a deeper way, because we're not counting on them to provide that need for acceptance. And, and here's the thing. If we continue to kind of deny this is true or still, oh, well, God, I know God says it, but I don't really, I'm not really believing it, then you're going you're gonna to inevitably look to other people to meet this need or some type of fleshly behavior like pornography to meet this need. It's going to continue to leave you frustrated and disillusioned because it's not you. It's not who you are. The acceptance of Jesus is available still to you to live from that acceptance because you can confidently say that, that I am completely acceptable in Jesus Christ. We can embrace that. We can enjoy that. It's, there's this complete acceptance that we have that we have now and and. and uh, I mean, if 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 I were to give you a few of these statements and you were to say these are true or false, what would you say? Would you say, I'm acceptable to God right now? What would you say to that? Well, or would you, what about this? Well, I go back and forth. Some days I'm acceptable and others I'm not. It's okay to be honest. I am 99% acceptable to God. I'm acceptable because I do good things or I stay away from sin. I'm acceptable because Christ has paid the price. Which which of those are true? Which of those are not? You are 100% acceptable right now. 
Scripture says you're perfect, holy, and righteous. You're acceptable to God for one reason, because Christ took away, he destroyed the barrier and made peace with God through his blood on the cross and his resurrection. You now have this friendship with God. You can never be more acceptable than you are right now. And the lie is, I have to live in fear. The lie is, I have to live in fear of rejection. The lie is, I have to to gain this acceptance from God. I have to stay away from all these sin patterns. And I have to... It's not true. The full acceptance is complete right now. Sure, does God want more for you as far as living in this freedom? Absolutely, He does. He's a good father. He He loves His kids. But He's already given you everything He can give you. And that includes full and complete acceptance. And so this lie that I, I am what others think of me or I, I, I have to earn this acceptance from others is, is just not true. We can, we can choose to have our minds renewed and believe God's truth and I'm totally accepted and acceptable in Christ. We can begin to experience this freedom. We can begin to reject the lie of the fear of rejection that God is... That God is Still waiting for us to get our act together. We have to perform a certain way. And if, if you know, the bottom line truth is if we continue to not believe this, the only other option really for us is to turn to others, which is going to leave us painfully disillusioned because even the best of our relationships at times are going to reject us. It just is the reality of life. It's the pain of life. It's the hurt of life. People aren't going to love us perfectly even the people that love us the most. And the bottom line is we have to accept the fact that we've done our share of rejecting other people too. We, we, we think about the rejection that we've received, but we've also dished some of that out. We've, we, we've made other people feel unacceptable through our actions, maybe not intentionally, but still it was there. We've treated other people's, the way we've treated other people sometimes has communicated rejection. It's, it's just the truth. But now, because we are acceptable in Christ, we can actually fully, because of this friendship that we have in Jesus, we can fully accept other people. Romans 15, 7 says, accept one another. And just as Christ has accepted you, we can reject others too. It can be how we treat people. It can, if, you know, if we're honest, we've done this. Okay, It can be various forms. I mean, criticism, disapproval. I think most of it comes from the expectations that we place on other people. We may not say it out loud like that, but that's just what it is. And when they don't come through because we've placed these expectations like we want to, then we disapprove. Uh, So how do we relate to people who reject us? How do we relate to others who manipulate us? How, How do we relate by not putting unrealistic expectations on others? God gives us the answer the way God relates to us. It's Romans 15, 7. He accepts us, so now we accept one another. We relate to them the way God is related to us. We, he's reconciled us to himself. He accepts us as we are, and this acceptance now is unconditional. This I want to make sure I make a little important little caveat statement here. This does not mean that you will agree with everything and that you will be someone else's best friend. You can still accept someone and not be their best friend and not, and you can disagree with them <laughs> uh you know it just it just is but just like god does with us 
we must separate their behavior from who they are. Especially if they're a, if they're a believer in Jesus, we can we can separate them from who they are from their behavior. We can accept them as loved by God and that they are important to Him too. And that's unbelievers as well, but for certainly a, a believer because their identity is now in Jesus. An unbeliever just needs Jesus. They don't know that. So I give this example, right? As a parent, I mean, you can accept your child without accepting the bad behavior, the misbehavior. You can discipline. We we discipline our kids. We give them loving corrections, but we're always reminding them of who they are apart from what they do. It's it's we can express acceptance of them as a person. You are worthy and acceptable, and still lovingly correct and discipline them in their behavior. That's that's completely different. Okay, then then. Um, than with what uh, you know, rejecting them because of their behavior. Two different ways of approaching it. Okay, you know what it's like to have this unconditional acceptance, right? Through a friend, a lot of times this comes through a friend. They can communicate this to you. I will always accept you, even if they don't always agree with you. But they still have your back, and they they love you for you. They're not trying to make you into someone that you're not. They just allow you to be yourself when you're around them, and. And they enjoy you for who you are. It's a precious gift to have a friend like this. This is how God enjoys our friendship with us now. I want to end with this. This is how he, he allows us to be ourselves because he's made us the new self, the new creation. And we are acceptable to him. We are his friend. And now because of this acceptance, we can, we can relate to others this way. We can release them. Here's the last thing I want to say. We can release others from the power, from any power that we are giving them to get their approval. We don't need it now for our worth because we have our worth and our approval in Christ. We can release them from the false expectations of coming through for us in a way that they are not supposed to anyway. We are not supposed to get our full acceptance from other people. All that matters now is that we have God's approval. And because of that, now we are free to receive that, to embrace that, to to walk in that, and then to relate to others now in this same way, because we already have God's acceptance. We're going to talk about next time how this can relate in relationships, and it can be difficult because, sure, we deal with this rejection in relationships, but but I want you to know that today the main message is that you are now accepted in Christ, and you are acceptable. Walk in that freedom today. Trust that freedom and engage God with that. If you're struggling with that part of your identity of, of being accepted by God, uh, go to the Lord with that. Read, read through some of these scriptures and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal that truth to you. Because it is true and it will set you free. I hope this encourages you today. Please reach out to us. We offer one-on-one coaching. If you'd like to walk your, uh, like us to help you walk with you on your own freedom journey, we have that available. We also have uh, a men's online group that meets weekly. Uh, we're going to be starting a new group here in uh, a few weeks. Please reach out to us if you'd like to uh, journey together with other men who are pursuing this freedom and and looking to just fellowship and have other community with other guys. So as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time.